little things matter. It's yeah. Mm hmm. You know, if you were to pause and be quiet right now, what would come to your mind in your marriage that needs to be attended to? That'd be so easy to push aside because it doesn't seem major, and yet over time, you know, any one of these will lead to loss of intimacy and vitality. I think that's really good. I think that's true. Um, I think I think we all look for love to come in really dramatic ways. You know, romantic weekends, second honeymoons, big deal. You know, love um, romance is going to come in a really romantic way. But the beauty of love is love comes in really simple ways. You know, it's the touch in the morning. Hi, honey. Good morning. And a little rub on the back. And suddenly I just feel better. You know, it's it's the choice to engage at the end of the day. And how are you? And how was your day? And, you know, all of those all of those small ways that we experience love. I think the same thing's true of um, the little foxes, mm-hmm. the, the, the difficulties that get in. Yes, there are crises. Yes, there are major issues that hit. That more often than not, the stuff that gets in and erodes intimacy and erodes marriage mm-hmm. is the little stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a welcome back? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy, Happy 2010. Happy New Year. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I'm Stacey Eldridge, and I'm here with my husband, John, and Craig McConnell, and we're continuing our conversation on love and war today, talking about those little things, those little things that get into your marriage that matter. Okay. If you guys had to choose uh, a little fox, one of the little foxes, Song of Songs, Beware the Little Foxes That Destroy the Vineyard. If you had to choose a little fox, what's what's it been lately? Hmm. What's the little fox that gets in? Hmm. Hmm. Just one? <laughs> <laughs> Heck, Lori's not do, here. Do foxes travel in herds? <laughs> <laughs> what is a group of foxes They're called? Pack. Okay, I thought of one for me while you would be um, when John, in the pace of his life, forgets to tell me something that involves me that that's like we're doing a podcast this morning oh <laughs> just as an example <laughs> like we're doing a podcast or whatever you know it could be any little thing or a big thing mm-hmm. foxes running past. why are you turning so red i just oh and i know the reason for it i know that, but where it can land in my heart is thinking I'm diminished. He doesn't even consider that I have a life. Can he not think of me a little mm-hmm. earlier in his mm-hmm. – when I know that I do matter. I, I do know that. But it's like a little fox and it kind of comes in with the – not by itself but with with a spin that the enemy wants to put on it of what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking though the one that – it feels like a big fox actually – a Bill Wolf. Um, I just, I just, just realize how very impatient and unloving I am. I'm, I am. Um, there's some autopilot that I can live in, which just is demanding that Lori be thinking of me, putting me first, and that she ought to know. She ought to be able to read my mind and my heart and jump to it. And I, I just find myself. Um, 
just kind of demanding that that Lori be a more fuller participant in my happiness. And um, yeah, that that's that's mine. Oh darn! I, I thought we were supposed to think of our spouses. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Faces <laughs> over there lobbing at me. Yeah. <laughs> And Craig goes into the confessional. <laughs> what a spiritual giant you are. You know, but you, I think you hit on something, Stacey. Um, foxes, they, they must run in pairs because no matter what it is, there's always the enemy spin on it. Mm-hmm. That's always a part but, of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I can just start rattling off, you know, little foxes. I think decision making. I think I'd call that a little fox because it just seems like as soon as we have to start making some decisions, it opens the door for tension, resentments, misunderstandings, you know, um, money. Uh, But my big one right now is pace of life, Hmm. pace of life, that just being too exhausted Mm -hmm. to have much to offer each other. Mm -hmm. It's pace of life. We are running like rats on a wheel. The whole world is, you know, it's just insane. I cannot believe. And I, I fight this. I mean, I'm somewhat aware of it and make choices against it. Mm-hmm. And it's still the pace of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a list of to do things that I haven't gotten to, you know, and some of it involves Stacy. So back to that diminishment thing. And, you know, I'm not thinking of her. It's not really that my motives are bad. I've just been swept away in the pace of life. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not intentionally trying to bring diminishment to Stacy or a lack of intimacy in our relationship. I'm just exhausted. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, I think that's just so important right there. They're not intentional. Right. And mm-hmm. we're unaware of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to be able to ask your mm-hmm. spouse, you know, when you do have the space, mm-hmm. am I, how's it going mm-hmm. living with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or to bring up with them, you know, I I don't know that you know the effect of this little thing that you do is having on me, but can mm. I can I tell you mm-hmm. to get it? Well, it's little yeah. before it turns into a wolf or an elephant or a separation degree, you know, just yep. get them while they're small because they're busy mm-hmm. tunneling underneath yeah. the foundation. Yeah. The little quirks we have that were almost uh, early love, just didn't even notice it would seem. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. seem to grow and suddenly she always does that. Or, <laughs> right. Yeah. Those, and then those agreements you make. Well, let me throw out another one. I was just um, trying to kind of offer some counseling to a couple not long ago. And um, family, hmm. family as a little fox. And by that, I mean extended family. And the issue looks so simple and harmless. The issue for this couple was that she talked to her mom every day on the phone. And she'd done it for years, and it was the most normal thing. Only daughter, always close to her mom, best friends, actually. And uh, But to him, the effect of, you know, every time he got home, she's on the phone with her mom. Mm. And the message is, I have a best friend, and it isn't you, Mm -hmm. right? I have a place to turn, and it isn't you. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a place to go with my stuff, and it isn't you, you know? And it was 
a little fox and it looks so innocent. I mean, what mm-hmm. a rich thing to have a best friendship with your mom. Mm-hmm. What a completely innocent thing. It was diabolical. Mm-hmm. It really was. 20 years of this, mm-hmm. you know, and the message to him was you're more than second. Mm-hmm. You're like third or fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not my intimate ally. You, you know, mm-hmm. I've become one mm-hmm. with my mom, right. you know, and so to suggest to her you really shouldn't talk to your mom that much. It was, <gasps> I mean, you could just see that, ooh, we've just stepped into something that looked, well, it's just a little uh-huh. issue, but this is destroying the vineyard. You know, mm-hmm. this is a little fox in a really mm-hmm. big way. Mm-hmm. And the fact that so many of these things, John, are, are small, they're easy to ignore or avoid or in the name of love, mm-hmm. just kind of dismiss, mm-hmm. you know, to bring that up as to be petty or I'm unloving or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the power over time is that they, you know, they just destroy, as you put it, mm. of intimacy. Well, mm. let me name another one. Um, we have a couple horses. Um, we bought the one when Blaine, you know, he had saved up money and he wanted to, you know, he wanted a horse. So he actually saved up enough money to buy a horse. So we have his horse and, and then we have another horse and we keep him at stables here in town. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of what you have to do when you live in the city and, and they feed him and clean up their stuff. And, you know, so... Um, but it's really good for the horse's kind of health and psychology if you can turn them out and you take them out of their little stall and you put them out in this field and you get like a half an hour or an hour. That's your slot and then you have to put them back. Well, what happened was I just stopped helping and it fell to Stacy. And mm-hmm. so she had to she had to take over. She had to do it. And I mean, I walked away from it for a long time. And what was once kind of a source of pleasure and joy Hmm. then became a source of pressure and obligation and duty and yet one more thing in my day. And and it it ended up taking all the joy out of it. Mm -hmm. And it was a little thing. It was just I'm busy, right? I'm at work. I'm busy. I can't, you know, and I just those little things that we neglect, but it ended up becoming a big thing. Mhm. Mhm. And how good to be in the context of a marriage where you are committed to one another. You have mm-hmm. made vows. The door, the back door is closed. Mm-hmm. You're safe. You can bring these things up. Yep. You can talk about them. I mean, you're not saying you're a bad person or I don't love you. This is horrid. It's saying this is having an effect on me. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're aware of it. And let's talk about this. We're committed to becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. We want to be a more loving person. Mm-hmm. And, and um, sometimes we need our spouse to hold up a mirror in a gentle way. Ah! Yeah. In the right timing to say, I don't know that you know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, timing is an important issue, too. Yeah. Don't do it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Birthdays, anniversaries. <laughs> Better not do it on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Boy, I'm, in, I'm enjoying these. I hope that our listeners are enjoying these as well. Thanks for listening into the Ransomed Heart podcast. We are going on tour, the Love and War Tour, and we're going to be in Texas twice, in California, Washington, Oklahoma, Missouri, Nebraska, and on the East Coast in North Carolina. And you can get tickets now at loveandwar.net. We'd love to see you. It's an evening of Stacy and I together just talking about life and love, men, women, marriage. And 
It will be rich. So join us for the Love and War Tour and tell your friends. Tell your friends in those states about it. It's going to be a really, a really neat thing.